0: Three of you approach Hieronymus's office. This is your first time making it to the top of the school. All three of you make a perception check. I thought you were going to make us roll athletics for like all of the many, many stairs. That's up like to you guys. We're... Yeah, you can decide uh, how winded you are. Ooh,
1: that's really good. Uh, 24. Uh, that's a 18. 19 plus three, 22.
0: Uh, you guys Jeez. percept the hell out of some stuff. Um, So first, you see that the door is hanging off of its hinges. Not that it's been damaged, but rather that the door frame has warped and twisted and the door simply no longer fits. Second, you are being hit by waves of pure, white-hot rage. They're not directed at you. They're simply radiating out from where you are approaching. And the force of will behind them is such that you can see them make visible ripples in the air. And just as you realize this, you hear a roar, and it says you and all three of you make a strength saving throw wow
1: we are
2: throwing oh baby that's a 16 plus 7 23 um
1: 19 plus wicked 120 dirty 20 um also good juice right Justin also did good. Uh, 19 plus 2, 21. The three of you
0: feel a pull towards the room, uh, but you're able to resist it by bracing your feet and grabbing the walls. But clearly, Gray wants to talk to you just about as much as you want to talk to him. Okay. I knock tenderly on the bad door. The door doesn't take much. It's barely on there, and so you knock and it falls inwards, revealing the room that was formerly Hieronymus's office has now been corrupted by decades of Grey's presence. It's as much like his hell dimension as the dimension itself. However, it is also, in a word, trashed. Not what you would expect from the power of a demon prince, more like what you would see from a petulant teenager throwing a tantrum there's destruction everywhere and in the space below the ceiling the ceiling is much higher than it should be you see swirling debris rocks chunks of furniture bits of stone from the walls all swirling like a slow angry tornado and in the center of the destruction is gray gone is any resemblance to Hieronymus He towers over the three of you, his wet, slate-patterned skin pulled tight over unnatural muscles. His horns twist and turn back on themselves. Long, obsidian talons flex at the end of disturbingly thin fingers. And one more thing. His eyes are filled with hatred, and they are focused on you, Fitzroy. And he says, "'You did this, you
3: hypocrite!' What did I? What, I just got here. You? I just came up the stairs. What did I? What could I possibly have done?
0: Make a dexterity saving throw. He's gonna keep throwing stuff. I'll, I'll just leave.
2: Fifteen plus two, seventeen. A piece
0: of furniture broken from the swirl above you flies down, smashes into your shoulder, uh, and does four points of damage as you dodge out of the way. Clearly, he was aiming for your head. Yeah. He, he says. You attack me with corrupted chaos magic so that I can't defend. And now this? You use that magic to bar me from my home. And you come here to what? To gloat? I will kill you, Fitzroy.
2: Wait, 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 Uh, First of all, we're going to come back to the corrupted chaos magic thing because I need some some gaps that need to be filled in there as for the other thing i think we did know that that was going to happen but great i'll be honest i did not even think about the side effect that you would not be able to go home to hell the good news is you're here in the you know the material world and we got lots of good stuff up here baby we got um we uh we got what what do we got we got like we got crepes uh, we got music, music.
0: Mm. All three of you make dexterity saving throws. <laughs>
2: I did not think that would be <laughs> a particularly persuasive argument. Now we're talking five plus two, seven. I I got
4: seven plus two, nine.
1: I got fourteen plus. I believe my dexterity is off. The, is eight, so that's a twenty-two. Okay, so
0: uh, Fearbulg and Fitzroy, uh, rubble that has broken off of the walls slams into you, knocking you to your feet for 11 damage. Okay. You, Argo, are able to dodge out of the way, just barely taking zero points of damage as a chair smashes where you were just standing. How dare you come in here and gloat and make flippant jokes! I will kill the three of you, and then I will bring you back, and I will kill you again and again and again.
4: I notice your rage has extended beyond Fitzroy. Sort of a splash damage effect. Splash effect.
2: Can you do me a favor, Gray? I know you're pretty peeved right now, but I imagine you're grasp of the arcane is fairly strong, take a real good long look at me.
0: And Grey walks over and says, much obliged, and picks you up and brings you face to face with him so that you are dangling in the air now. And you can feel his hot breath on your face as he pulls you close and snarls. And just as it seems like he is about to snap your face with his pointed fangs, he stops and stares at you. Yep. And looks closer and pulls you close and says what what where is the chaos
2: um i'm going to answer that but first i need a no more throwing detritus guarantee from you because the last one actually hurt quite badly um so can we talk or you have 2 minutes that's not very long uh okay I don't have it anymore. I don't have the chaos powers. So whatever visions you had of me being the, you know, sacred chosen one who would battle against you in glorious warfare, you can pretty much banish that thought right away.
0: Um, Then how did you block me from my home? What ritual, what spell, what powerful god have you partnered with?
2: Oh, none. None. None of those things. Um (sighs) Can you hold this for me? And I hold out the ring of truth. And it's not, it's not a trap or anything. It's just a, it's a truth ring. And I want you to know that I'm not lying or coming at you with any amount of deception at all, because I really, really need you to hear what I'm saying, Gray.
0: If this is a trap,
4: I will kill anyone who's ever brought you a moment of joy. He actually told you it wasn't a trap, so it cannot be a trap or that is entrapment.
0: Fearbog, is it a trap?
4: It is not a trap.
0: Okay, he puts on the ring. Okay. Um
2: You're a pawn. But don't take that so bad, because, like, we, we all are. And by we, I mean basically every living person. Chaos is a, an entity with a will of its own, and it wanted to basically mess up the whole world via a war between the two of us. This is the part that is particularly important for you, Gray, and I really need you to hear this, and know I am not lying. You are going to lose. I don't know how. I don't know what deus ex machina we're going to tap into to thwart you. Maybe a magical, I don't know, blessed arrow that has been dipped in the waters of the highest. Like, I don't know. But you're going to lose. And the world will be fractured, but it will rebuild itself into something new.
0: Just to clarify. Yep you think I am going to lose because of some masterful strategy you have? Oh, no. Or you know I'm going to lose. Uh, But if you could see my intelligence
2: sort of rating, by which I mean, I guess my grades, you would know that I, a master strategist, I am not. You're going to lose because that's part of the plan. Not my plan. The plan of the actual embodiment of chaos and order. So those are the... that's that's the path we're on right now. And we don't want to be on that path. And we're assuming that you now super don't
0: want to be on that path. Do you follow me so far? Yes. So if, according to what you're saying, if this war goes forward, I will lose.
2: You will lose and hell will be the dominion of the winners, which I guess
4: is us. You lose everything. I don't know everything.
2: what I would do with hell. I don't know what i do with hell either. We could turn it into a pretty badass rec room or something. The income property.
0: So if I wanted to avoid that fate, all I have to do is kill you now. Damn it. I didn't think about that, Gray. I'll be straight with
2: you. But if you do that, you're never going home. Explain. I mean, who do you think uh, allowed the, the barrier between our worlds to be pierced? I think you're, I take your silence as a sort of slow uh, coming to grips with the truth of the matter. Why would chaos and order lock me from my home?
0: How does that benefit the war they desire?
2: I'm going to be straight with you. I don't think they care about you at all. So wh- where you end up, whether you live or die, it's not necessarily the most important thing to them. I'm sure that you were an afterthought when they when
1: they patched up the hole, so, so to speak. The players are getting played, my friend. Yep. Mm. What he said. I the, actually the players playing the players are getting. That's confusing. I am going to destroy them.
0: And well. You and everyone who gets in my way, this will not stand.
4: I would caution you, Gray. This is a plan that has been constructed for trapping you and us. Specifically, they have the advantage of infinite intelligence and time. The only way you are going to change this now is to be very, very smart. The one thing they want from you. The one thing is
0: chaos. Master Fjordborg. I am a prince of hell. I control three planes. I have an army of demons and monsters and fiends. Do you think I need advice from a child?
4: I am a Firbolg, working on a minor in accounting. (laughs) We can all change our stripes.
0: And he turns in a rage and continues to demolish the room, smashing desks and chairs and bookshelves, but... The one thing he is not attacking, notably, is the three of you, which seems like progress.
2: A victory, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) To win. I think we beat the final boss. And after, let's say, far longer than it should have taken for him to expend a bit of his energy, he turns huffing and says, so, why come to me? You have friends. You have powerful allies. And I think more than anyone on this plane of existence, you have no reason to come to me. I want you dead. And the only thing stopping me from killing you right now is I want chaos and order slightly more dead than I want you. So. Your time is almost up. Explain to me why I shouldn't hurl you out of the window.
2: Have you ever heard the phrase, the enemy of my enemy is my sort of tenuous, extremely tenuous associate? Because I think that's an arrangement we could come to. We have an idea that could potentially satisfy chaos and order's desires. Um... It will not involve much bloodshed, so if we... I don't,
0: I don't like that.
2: I assumed that you wouldn't. But you help us. We thwart this plan that Chaos and Order have, and then we go back to our own planes. You keep hell, we keep here. And that's the end of the story.
1: I have a question for you. Gray, why did, you know, uh, you've said all along you you want this war, you wanted this war, you wanted this war. Uh, why?
0: For blood and chaos and conflict and victory. The same reason anybody goes to war.
1: So, so... Well, now there are other reasons to go to war. Sometimes, sometimes it's for oil. Oil, yeah. Um, you know, to sometimes war brings a little bit of peace. You know, after after the war. But you said for chaos. So, like, chaos is your boss. Chaos pulls your strings and and tells you what to do.
0: Lowercase c chaos Argo. <laughs> I am... Do I need... One more time, for those in the back, I am a fucking demon prince. Do you think I wanted to go to war because I was trying to achieve some kind of equilibrium? Some kind of structured peace settlement? Or could it be that I, a prince of hell, wanted to murder and slaughter and cause the death of as many people as I could because it's fucking fun? And then what? I do it again. <laughs> I would <laughs> go do you a from how place do you do it again. How do you do it again if you've killed everybody? How do you do it again? I would move to the next continent. And I'd kill everyone there. And then I'd move to the next continent, and I'd kill everyone there. And when everyone in this plane was dead, I would go to a different plane, and I would murder everyone there, and so on and so forth, because there are endless planes and endless flows of blood, and that's what I want, and I get what I want. Do- What is there not to- And he launches into another rage and continues smashing Oops. more furniture.
4: I don't we can forge forge. An alliance of sorts. I see that is not working. This will not be. We should go. Enjoy your private war on furniture. I start walking away.
0: I didn't say no.
1: I guess we were reading your body language a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. nonverbal signs. It, it was implied. It implied no.
2: What we are doing, Gray, will have opportunities to bring unimaginable harm against innocent people of this realm. And I have to make this explicitly clear. Our goal is not to harm people as much as it is to harm certain institutions. Before we have any kind of agreement between the two of us, we need to know that you will follow that rule, that you will not bring unnecessary harm to anyone. Because if you do, uh, 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 we'll find some way to beat you because we have it on pretty good order that that is a thing that is possible for us.
0: Define unnecessary.
3: Mm.
0: Okay. Um.
2: Like if we wanted to, like, I don't know, D- destroy a building or something, we would probably... I'd blow it up. Yes. Well... But, but... Okay. But think about what you just said and say it back again. Before
4: you blow it up, you would... Probably
0: plant some kind of charges or but, detonate okay, or, but or but plan the spell ahead of time. The, I inside the building. I oh, is there treasure? Um,
2: oh. tre- light, sort of like a treasure of life, you know?
4: Mm, God's treasure.
2: God, God's treasure so um you're almost there and i feel like we could walk you there eventually but just to cut to the the point uh you would evacuate the building first so
0: just to clarify yep in your plan i get to cause destruction but not death yeah yeah you and
2: and let me say you're really really good at that just looking around this room like you're gonna you're gonna absolutely no pun intended crush it
1: are there other parts of demon life that you'd be interested in besides just like uh, killing I mean like you just mentioned treasure is there some a lot of greed kind of in the in the whole uh, demon makeup
2: oh yeah I'm sure the coffers of certain institutions are well lined
0: boy oh boy could you clean up on treasure with our help woo Treasure would help fund mortal wars. Damn, there you go. But not with? I'm lost. Not with us. Sure. Okay. I will agree to your terms on one condition. I feel like it's going to
2: be pretty gnarly, but go
0: right ahead. Part of your plan, in fact, a main part of your plan must include getting me access To my hell dimension.
2: I have a condition for that condition. That gateway, whatever it ends up being, is going to be one way. In business terms, that's a codicil. A sort of appendices, yes.
1: And I uh, hold out my hand. And I get my notary stamp ready.
0: (laughs) I think we can come to an agreement. And he shakes your hand.
3: I take a picture.
0: (laughs)
4: I still have a camera, if you remember. I yeah, he camera.
0: definitely turns back. Uh, he does the, like,
3: uh,
0: you know, kind of face. They're, like, shaking hands. Right. It's a moment. <laughs> we just
4: did a business deal face.
2: Yeah. I do the rabbit ears thing behind his head. <laughs> we have a banner hanging up behind us that says Mission Accomplished
0: yeah. on it. And a big fake check. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he turns back and he says, so, what's the plan?
4: Damn, we hoped you would have. Oh, okay. yeah
1: what we have is an outline a rough, rough sketch a sketchy
2: outline um we're doing a little coalition building so we'll get back to you on that plan once we know what we'll be able to achieve but you being on you know team thunderman is huge for us
1: huge oh,
0: That's a big get
1: big get
0: if i may offer a suggestion
4: boss look at this already paying oh, dividends like it. We need a title for you, by the way. How about Demon Prince? Hmm, the DP. <laughs> Look it on a business card. The DP. Yeah. See, well, you could be the Vice President Demon Prince or the VP. I, I
0: already very much am regretting this. I want you to know that.
4: Okay. Vice President of Regret. Come on, this is... VPDPR. Pre- <laughs> this is a
2: safe... This is the Imaginatorium. That's what your office is called. Let's let's do a little blue sky. What you when got? When you
0: say institution... Yes. I assume you are referring to the institution, the Heroic Oversight Guild. Am I Den, wrong? You cracked the oh, code.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: While I may not be able to open a rift back to my dimension... I can still open rifts between locations in this dimension. I can send you to the Heroic Oversight Guild and save you two weeks of travel. Right now? I didn't pack a, like an overnight bag or anything. Go collect whatever the fuck you need and come back
4: here. Ah, uh, this is very kind of you. Thank you very much. See, already contributed. Get the fuck
0: out of my yep. office. Yep, yep, yep. And right, yep, we
2: yep. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. And I try to shut the door on the way out, but it's still all broken. It just falls out. the other yeah. way. <laughs> so I just very gently set it back down.
0: So you now have some time to get your shit together uh, before heading to uh, the HQ of the uh, Heroic Oversight Guild to uh, progress the story. Yeah, I'm assuming this is going to be a
2: reconnaissance sort of <laughs> exploration. Are, are we on the same page about that? Like, this is not us walking through the the final door. To are you asking you know... me? Yes. Uh, no. Yes. I'm, ask- I'm asking. I'm uh, asking Juice and Dad. Like, we're not imagining this as the final confrontation as much as it is us sort of
1: well scoping I, out the I, I... joint um well i don't know um i think if we're when gonna the... go there yeah. we're not gonna have an easy way back that i know of so we should have a plan i mean we've got I, I flying
2: flying
0: horse friends so i'm i'm not
2: necessarily
1: worried about
0: transit we
1: should talk to althea though that's what i think i think we need to 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 have a little rap session with Althea. The
0: last time we talked with Althea, she and Hieronymus headed to the Heroic Oversight Guild to try to work Mm. on getting you the blessed weapons.
2: I assume she'll be our sort of contact on the ground. Um, uh, I'd like to see Festo to talk about my missing skill set. Okay. just because well, I, I magic is basically all I... I'm a level three barbarian on top of that, but even well, then I'm a magic there, barbarian.
0: So Let's yeah. start there. Uh, so as you're heading back to your dorms, uh, the three of you are heading that way, and you, Fitzroy, see Festo uh, in the fantasy quad, uh, and it appears that they are playing with a tiny hacky sack
2: um sweet
1: full of magic beans (laughs) oh obviously
2: (laughs) sweet sacking bro thank you i hope you don't mind my use of the the colloquial bro
3: no i I I know that bro can be unisex in this fantasy world in which we live
2: fantastic uh you know i'm known to sack around down at the uh i'll tell you who's wild about sacking is basically everyone at clyde knight's night night school
3: oh yeah let's sack bro
2: then we sack for like 35 minutes yeah it's nice and then
0: festo leaves the world ends. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Don't leave. Not uh, not with a bang, but with a hacky sack. Yeah. Um. Hey, real
2: quick, before you go. Uh, yes. I imagine we're like sitting in the shade of a tree as I like rub oh, this sweat post-sack. off my of forehead. Yeah. yeah. We we've um, got that
0: post sack glow. Yeah. Um.
2: Okay, so this is going to come as probably quite a shock to you, um. But I.
3: No, I won't go on a date with you. I'm a professor. That would be wildly inappropriate. Hugely,
2: hugely unethical. But that's de- that's for sure not where I was going with this. Uh, I lost my powers.
3: What uh, the fuck?
2: Yeah, see? Um, <laughs> yes, I found Snippers! out. Yeah, that was my first thought for sure, too. And it weighs heavy on my heart, soul, and stomach. But uh, it's, I found my patron of magic and they sort of, Cut me off from their s- s- supple utter of magic, and so that was the worst imaginable way for me to put that. But horrid! Um, yeah, that
3: was disgusting.
2: I I can't I can't do magic anymore, Festo. And
3: well, just use your own magic.
2: Ah, uh, yeah. Let me tap into the magic inside me, and that's like what going to help me win the big basketball game because I look down in my heart and I don't have. I don't, have, I don't have sort of my own brand.
3: Well, I've been thinking about it. What yeah. you said about using magic in the crypt. Mm-hmm. And without your own source of magic, you wouldn't have been able to. So just use your own magic. I don't really know how to do
2: that, Festo.
3: The same way you use any magic? Close your eyes. Clear your mind. And just cast.
2: This is literally a Michael's Secret Stuff situation. And I, mean,
0: I just want everyone to recognize that.
2: I'm and Now I should speak as Griffin because I don't think Fitzroy would know about the movie Space Jam.
0: Well, but, unless there's a fantasy version, some kind of like perhaps a, like a pantomime. Yeah, omni-plane uh, like, pla- yeah, jam. Um, well, I mean, maybe there's like a Punch and Judy show <laughs> where they do Space Jam. Okay, so
2: just so I'm clear, I was able to cast magic in the crypt with my own magic, and I just did it naturally because I, I didn't know that I didn't have the chaos magic. Yeah. Okay, but how do I get my brain back in that space? Like now I, I know, don't know I
3: don't, dude. You're the fucking you. I don't know. This <laughs> <laughs> is Festo.
2: You have changed my life in in incalculable ways, but
3: this is the least helpful you've ever been. Well, as a fairy, my magic is natural. I don't think about. It. I've never had to worry about it. Right. And right. so this, is, I I know how to do a spell. I don't know how to access my own magic. I mean, stop getting in your own fucking way. I guess.
2: All right. Sorry uh, for all the
3: cursing. I'm it's drunk. It's been a
2: lot. Yeah, yeah, we just we were just talking to Greg, and Greg cussed up of a, a, just a cloud of dark funk. Um, I was
3: having some morning dew before my hacky sack, and that's what I call whiskey.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Festo, I guess I'll try and find the magic within me. I thought I already did that, but I guess I only made it down to, like, my torso. I'll dig down deeper. Maybe there's something okay. in my, like, lower thigh that's like, Close ooh, your there eyes. It yep.
3: Clear your mind. Take a breath. Are you ready? Yep. And cast.
2: Uh, yeah, I don't think anything happens. Sven, Griffins, Dungeons and Dragons, just say something did happen. Yeah. I think, okay. At least
0: try. Yeah, okay, come yeah. On, try it. Well, how about we roll for it? Okay. What do you think? Uh, roll roll a d20 and add your spellcasting mod- modifier. Okay. <laughs>
2: not, not great. Uh, that is a five plus four, a nine.
0: Okay, so you roll um, and uh, you close your eyes. You clear your mind. When you open your eyes, you feel a little uh, tickle on your hand. And you look down, and on the palm of your hand there is a tiny spectral crab. Very small, about the size of a spider. But you'd know it anywhere. It's a tiny snippers. Oh my with god. With a different color. What what color is your magic? Your magic, Fitzroy? Um golden. A tiny golden spectral crab and it scuttles in your hand back and forth and waves its crabby claws in the air as if saying hello.
2: Are you the same snippers as before? I... What's that? Was that a yes? Okay, you... My, my sweet son. I didn't think you could get any more adorable and
3: perfect and yet
2: here you are. Her?
3: So I guess just keep practicing that? Yeah.
2: Yes, I imagine I'll be able, the ballistic properties of this little guy are going to be out of this world. I can really chuck him through a bad guy now. So I thank you for that. And I guess so, I'll start working on fireballs and stuff too. So uh,
1: moving forward, Griffin. And so from behind, I slap him in the head. <laughs> Another crap comes out. What the fuck?
0: What? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> moving forward, whenever yeah.
1: you wish to cast
0: a
4: spell. You must be slapped. You must be
0: slapped. No, you're going to uh, roll a d20 and add your spellcasting modifier. And anything uh, you can think of that would help Fitzroy uh, to clear his mind and do anything like that will grant you bonuses and advantage and anything like that. Cool. But uh, it's going to be all about Fitzroy learning uh, to deal with his anxieties and his blocks and everything. For sure. And conquer the magic within. I think that makes a lot of sense. So what what's your prep look like as you head uh, for this
4: recon? I Do I have all my earthly possessions at all times on my character sheet? Um,
0: you still have uh, – so a lot of your stuff, if you remember, um, like magical items, that kind of thing, you had to check in with the Bursar. Um, and, you know, most of your stuff uh, – Fear you don't have a lot of shit. Um, so I assume probably you are able to carry a lot of the things you have, but if there's anyone you want to talk to, anybody you want to check in with, anything you want to grab before you go, this is the time to do it. I,
4: I, I feel like we should check in with Rainier. Cool. Does that, doesn't it make sense to have, if we're going to teleport into a a pretty dangerous sitch, doesn't it make sense to have somebody back
2: here who knows what's going on? Yeah, I mean, we've been pretty straightforward with Rainier thus far, so I don't see why we would keep this from her.
1: And I I would like uh, to talk to Barb at hmm. some point.
0: Well, Barb's not here on campus, and she's a little far away, but you could probably send her a letter if you wanted to. Okay. That was the bartender. Bloodhawk the
1: bartender Barb, who yeah. was Barb. good friends with Althea. Oh, yeah, good point. Correct. They had. Uh, they went to the academy together, and something happened. Um. So I, I yeah. let me let me work on composing that letter in my mind. X. Oh, your mind's eye, dear Barb. How are you? <laughs> it's, it's me with again. An R and you. Sorry for again. our listeners
2: who are new to the show. Our daddy can't think, so he <laughs> says he says the stuff. He can't think. His brain doesn't think. Yeah. And so he just says stuff. So it may, it's going to be bad audio
1: it'll be confusing but just for my information how far away is barb where is barb
0: uh, she is in last hope i thought hope. the bar was on campus no yeah. she's
1: in last hope the town right
0: outside of of uh, school it's about a ha- like you know an hour to by cart you go in search of rainier and you find her uh, in the dining hall having lunch uh she is playing with a squirrel skeleton, uh throwing, you know, little bits of food and having it go get it and bring it back to her.
1: The squirrel does creep me out though. Of course. Oh mm-hmm.
0: hi. Hi guys.
1: Greetings.
3: Hey. hey
0: and I ca- I casually
1: you? drape my
2: cloak over this squirrel skeleton so I don't have to look at that.
0: Now your cloak is just kind of moving around. Better. Is that better? It's, better. it's way better, better than Bones. Okay.
2: Yes, so much better. Because I can pretend it's like a cute ghost with stylish fashion.
0: Fair. Uh, Developments have occurred. Oh? L- yes. We're still going to war, right? Oh. um,
2: Guys, do you want to try and sort of condense down what's up?
4: I will attempt this. Okay. So, chaos is a a person and order is a person. Okay. Sort of person gods. Yes. Okay. They want us to do the war to shake things up. Hmm? Okay. Because then is for balance, is to keep things, is confusing. They want the war to make things bad, hmm? But we will not do this, too many will die. Okay. So we, we will make things bad our way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um,
0: that wasn't as helpful as you might've thought. Um,
4: Ace a lot.
0: Yeah. So what, hmm, so is there anything actionable in there for me? Just, I wanna know what I'm, okay. So no war, uh, right? Y-
2: right, we, we can pretty much guarantee that at this point. Because the warring parties have, in some small capacity, reconciled, which may be the wildest sort of news update. Okay,
0: do you still want like my dad's skeleton army on standby?
4: Mm. Oh, that seems wise. <laughs> regardless, <laughs> yes. Um.
0: Yeah. You know
2: what? The parties have reconciled, but there's always chances of takesies backsies So. Okay. Yeah, I think keep them on speed dial. Um, what we're doing next, uh, I am starting to think maybe you should would be you would benefit from some plausible deniability. Um, but we're going somewhere to do a big thing, okay? And you're in charge of the entire school, I guess. Is oh wow, yeah, he's a law. I don't know why I have the jurisdiction to say something
0: like that. But it does, it feels right, doesn't it?
2: It does, absolutely.
0: Okay, it so. It feels, um,
4: the necessary.
0: <laughs> so basically, you guys are gonna go do a big thing, and you want me to keep an eye on everything while you're gone? Ye- yes. Yes.
3: Okay, is yeah. there anybody I can trust to help me? Uh, hit, hit. Oh.
2: I was going to say, you can trust Higglemiss, but he's, you know, useless.
0: Okay, um, cool.
4: You can trust Cyborg.
0: Okay, so that's
1: one. Jackal? I think Jackal's on Team Us, isn't he? Yeah, I think we've pretty much weeded out the uh,
2: mm.
4: unwholesome element. Gary's are a crapshoot uh, No one is sure what team to get. The the van Gary you can trust Which is strange Because there's a hive mind Is Cool Gary The uh, one
0: with sunglasses and a hat
4: Indeed, yes, this Cool Gary Yeah, everyone knows he Cool Gary He knows how yeah. to hang yeah, Trust him with my life mm. Okay but, don't, but he is connected to several <laughs> other Garys Of uh, questionable motive
0: I, I might don't end up. I might end up getting some of my dad's skeletons just to kind of help me, you know, like keep an eye out and keep things like think of them like guards. Is that is that anything? As long as we don't gotta see them,
2: sounds cool to me. Okay, I don't want you to think we're binching you or anything, Rainier. We're not going to do the big bad thing quite yet, uh, and I imagine we will need all hands on deck. Listen, I'm just
0: out. happy to be included, you know, having a great time. Um, I trust you. I trust you too, Rainier. Okay. Um, let me know if you need help, I guess, or if you need bail money. <laughs> Do you have that? Uh, we could probably figure something out. I didn't,
2: guys, I didn't even think about. Sorry, sidebar real quick. I didn't even think about
4: like jail. Yes, like if we jail get... is a distinct possibility. Yeah, I... So
1: you think disrupting the entire economy and sending the world into financial ashes would not be illegal? I've just been thinking about, you know, death, like
2: getting blowed up or something, but jail or is a... Worry. other bad things the, that there are. The longer huh? I think about it, the more I think jail is not just a possibility, but the by far the most likely outcome. <laughs> um. Yeah, bail money would be
3: good. Okay, yeah, I'll... I guess I'll uh you know wait to hear from you and see what you need. Does she have the book
2: still?
0: Yes, she does okay, okay. I believe oh. she has had the other end of it since her birthday. yeah. You head back to your dorm uh, to collect some supplies and uh Argo, you have it in mind to send a letter. Uh, and when uh-huh. you get there, Sitting in front of uh your your dorm room door is a package, uh a box about four feet uh long and about two feet wide and about two feet deep. Uh and it is addressed to you, Fitzroy, and it uh says it is from Gordy, aka the Lich King, and the address says the crypt.
3: Yeah.
2: I ripped that bad boy. Wait, nice try. Investigation check. Okay. Four minus one, three.
0: You you think it's a box. You've determined, you know, you you feel the rough hewn wood, you look at the dimensions, you smell the cedar, you look at the hinges, and you think this is a box. And even that, he's about 80. Yeah, you're not sure. (laughs) I mean, you've seen other boxes before, but you wouldn't put money on this. But if somebody else asked if they should put money on it, you'd be like, yeah. Argo, how are you I with think Argo
1: needs, a, Yeah, I think Argo needs to check it out. Yeah, use your thieves tools. Use my thieves tools and do a... Uh, 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 you know the check I want to do, Trav, right? Investigation? Investigation check. Yeah. The one Griffin so did. You might, you might remember investigation yeah. from 30 seconds ago when Griffin did it. Uh, 11 plus
0: 3. You're even That's more certain it's a box. Like, you would totally put money on the fact that it's a box and... With a fourteen, I'll go one step further and say there's definitely something in it.
2: A fucking but bunch no of, traps, bunch right? Scorpions.
0: With a, f- I open, I open the box. Outspring two skeletons. <laughs> Shit! It is uh, one of them. Uh, oh, you're has, serious? Has gold teeth, and one of them is wearing a merkin. <gasps> tibia. It's Tibia and gherkin, uh, your oh. skeletal friends from the crypt,
2: which. I don't think Argo and uh, the Fearbulg have met,
0: right? No, correct. So how do you react to this, Fearbog and Argo? Fuck!
2: Uh, No, it's... Listen, these two remind me a lot of you guys. I think you're gonna get along great.
0: And they have a little note pinned to them from Gordy that says, uh, You requested them back at school? Uh, They're at your disposal. This is excellent. Okay. So, I... I write
2: back a letter like, I don't know thank you. I don't know what to do with them, how to take care of them, do they eat? Do they need to drink stuff? I now, I gotta, Griffin, do you, guys,
0: you really do you really need to know that hey, this is Travis, your brother? Yeah, right. Are you really worried about a skeleton's eat and drink? You can't put that together from everything you've ever seen or watched. But they need to be sustained somehow.
3: They're sustained through magic. They're
2: sustained
0: through magic. Read a book. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. I, I'm sorry, Griffin, I love you. That was mean. No, I, to, I, who, wow. I shouldn't real have told awesome, you to read a book. Awesome. God,
1: yeah, Usually they say things like that to me. Yeah, Griff. I shouldn't have told so, you to
0: read a book. That was out of line. She's
3: on the other phone. All foot. right,
2: I guess this is a party of five now. Let's, uh, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling ready and raring to go. Hey, do you two fight?
0: Uh, they have rusty scimitars that they kind of wield at you, but they're just doing their idling animation at this point. So you're betting that they do, but you don't know how effectively. Can I, without having a whole scene about
2: it, just take them to get some non-busted ass... Gear. I mean, if we're gonna be rolling with two skeleton friends, I don't want them wielding rusty scimitars. (laughs) Embarrassing. I'm gonna say that
0: uh, you've got some. You've got some school issued weapons in your dorm room that you guys never use because you've got you know better stuff at this point. Yeah, but you know you've got some nice scimitars you can give them. They're still room uh, school issued, right? So these aren't top of the line magical ones,
1: right? That would be a cool WWE name too, Rusty Scimitar.
0: It sounds more like a it. weird sex move,
2: but well, it sounds like a fin. It could be a finisher Sure. For like a okay. It, anyway, and and you
0: know, finisher sex move, not that different. Another thing, yeah. Um. So yeah, now you got these guys with you. Now you don't need to take them with you. If there's anything, uh, you need them to do around school, you can, or you could take them with you, or they are at your disposal. You don't need to have eyes on them at all times. Is what I'm saying, right? Um, so uh, Argo, you you retire to your desk and your stationary set from the desk of Argonaut Keen. He's written a lot of letters, eh? He does, yeah. That's it's his thing. He believes uh, in the power of the written word. Um, and Argo, what is your letter to Barb read?
1: <clears throat> um, this is gonna be great. He I'm gonna down stick already. with an
0: old gag. <laughs> oh, good. That's not at all a scary thing to hear our dad say.
1: Salutations, Barb. See, you start formal and you hook them. Salutations, Barb. I hope you remember me. Uh, Argo Keen from a few weeks ago. Deucedly handsome, spiffy mustachios, a somewhat cavalier attitude. Um, I really had the best Harvey Wall bangers ever at your bar. And uh, that really kind of made me feel a connection. To I you, want you to know that right
0: felt now, felt- in the future, as Barb is reading this at this point in the letter, she is dead set believes you're about to ask her on a date.
1: Ah, <clears throat> and I really hope you felt it too. Oh boy. Um. Yeah. Um. I. I'm uh, planning a roast of your friend Althea. <laughs> You know, she's... <laughs>
3: you fucking she's, mad lad.
1: She's, <laughs> she's doing such a great job here at the Academy. Now, I know that you obviously had some, you know, some kind of falling out. I know the Academy is not your favorite, you know, place, but, you know, I know you, you think the world of Althea, and, and she thinks the world of you. Um, so I was wondering, maybe you could share some hilarious anecdotes from your time at the academy about Althea that we could then you know turn around and uh, use in the roast also maybe I'm you reading over
4: could- very shoulder anecdotes or weaknesses <laughs> say this well, Say yeah. these weaknesses. Well, this, weaknesses well, that's what that,
1: that's where the funny comes in you know um and maybe you could cater the roast you know a couple of kegs mm. you know wet bar uh but you know please you know I it, it, the juicier, the better, uh, you know, let's hang them out to dry. And you know what, you know how it always works in these roasts. I mean, if you, if you take shots at somebody else, that, that makes it even funnier. So any kind of dirt or anything at all that you've got, uh, that you could send along to me, I'm kind of under a little bit of a time crunch because this is coming up in just a couple of weeks and, uh, I'm still putting the guest list together. So you know, if you've got anything we can use in the roast, Barb it would we would love to to have you involved and and thank you so much. And I can't wait to to share another one of your Harvey Wallbangers. Um with with great affection, um Ar- Ar- Argonaut Keane.
4: Argonaut Keane. I Ar- have read this letter as you have asked for typographical errors of which there are many. Oh and they have been corrected, but I must ask you, as your friend... Yes. How will we be paying for this incredible event? And where will we find the time with all these other activities we are supposed to host a roast for someone of such high regard? All expenses must be cleared through the CFO or one of his subordinates, of which there are none. Mm-hmm. You cannot justify these expenses without uh, uh, the proper paperwork and discussions, and letting me, as we say, run the dub the chain. Well, here's the thing: I was thinking he, she,
1: if I really hook her and I really get her interested, she could underwrite it, you know, uh, sponsored mm. sponsored by Barb's Bar. So, but whatever when you say, you could bar.
4: cater it. What you meant was donate. Please send sandwiches. <laughs> oh, yes. We are we nothing. Donate. Well, yeah,
1: donate. You know, I'm,
2: I'm over. I'm over training with the skeletons in the corner. Like,
3: uh, we, just take it out of petty cash. We have petty this cash.
4: These, but this is a bit viable business expense. It must be accounted for. Petty cash won't cover this. Also, when will we find the time? Who will we invite? We don't even know who wants to kill
1: us. We'll stream it. It's okay. We, we can work it, it all out. You
4: want to do it at the stream? Fantasy I, streaming. An excellent. Uh, it's so peaceful there by the brook. <laughs> it's an excellent notion, and much cheaper than uh, renting a venue. And I'm spitballing. I'm I'm spitballing here. So
1: you know, we need to. If if mm-hmm. if this is what the order of the day is, we need to get back up to the thinkatoria. <laughs> Well, this is all I got, so this is, it It worked for me before, so hopefully it'll work again. Yeah, when you hit up my mom. (laughs) When
2: you hit up my mom to find out. Your mother
1: is a very, your mother is a
2: very handsome woman. Yes, and she told you my great weakness, which is the kind of gum I like.
1: So, yes, the master, the master spy. I I never sprung it on you. I never hit you with it. But he could at any moment. That gum you like may be about to
4: come back in style. Yeah, he finally found I've a got way.
1: A note right here on my fantasy whiteboard. When you least expect it, I'm going to mention hot mint gum. Okay.
0: You head back. The three of you head back towards Gray's office. You've established uh, some backup plans. Uh, You've let uh, someone know, you know, roughly that you're going to go do something dangerous. And so if you don't return in a reasonable amount of time, they may need to help you. Um, You know, all responsible things. And you've collected some skeletal buddies to travel with you. And you've put some dark secret machinations in order in play to set up a fake roast, so. Sounds like a full day to me. A real good day, a real good day, fellas. I mean, you didn't get any weapons or money or armor or anything, but that's okay. I mean, we're going to talk
2: to a bunch
1: of bureaucrats. Like, I am so not afraid. And we were going to talk to them about giving us weapons and armor. and So you head back to Gray's. So the only thing we know about him for
0: sure is that they have a bunch of kick-ass secret weapons that we don't. <laughs> you make your way back to Gray's office. Uh, he has calmed down, though obviously his office is still a mess. Uh, and he doesn't seem at all perturbed by it. And he says, when you arrive in prosperity, look for a tall... Black-haired woman named Taryn, she is one of my moles within the heroic oversight guild. Tell her I sent you, and she will help you in whatever way she can.
2: Do you have any moles here at the school?
0: I'm not going to tell you who all my moles are. That's my business. Mm. Those are my moles. I just thought we were we were you know since we're on. I feel like they trust, us. right? No. We just both want to destroy the same, like, people's evil plans or whatever. Wow. I'm not going to share all my toys with you. Okay. Can I have my ring back? No. Yes. Really? Thank you. Yes. Ugh. He gives you back your ring. Thanks. baby.
1: It's all gross and demon-y.
0: (laughs) I just thought it could be like our friendship ring. You just said that you didn't want us to I want be you to be friends with me. I don't want to be friends with you.
2: Right. Okay. Rip mm. it and grip it. Let's get this portal going.
0: Okay. Prosperity, here you come. And he rips uh, you know, a rift in the air and gestures uh you towards it.
1: You know, that would be a great motto for our company. Prosperity, here
2: we come. Thunderman. Yeah, I don't know how to break this to you argo but i don't know that our company is going to outlive our (laughs) our sort of rebel operation
4: your mouth okay i'm sorry yes
0: any day now fellas okay oh yeah
4: of course and we leap through the portal
0: welcome to the city of prosperity the streets are not paved with gold that would be ridiculous the lamppost street signs and mailbox are however gold plated You emerge just inside a cafe. The sign on the window reads, The Drip and Sip. Across the street, you see an ostentatious building, the face of which is covered in Art Deco-style gold relief panels depicting the epic battle between heroes and villains. The platinum lettering over the entry confirms that this is the Heroic Oversight Guild's main headquarters. Inside the Drip and Sip, there are only two others. There's the halfling barista bustling around and cleaning the counters. They don't seem to have noticed your sudden appearance. Standing at one of the high top tables is a tall centaur woman with long black hair. She seems so familiar. And when she looks up and makes eye contact with you, you immediately realize why. She was there. She was one of the centaurs of the Scarlet Woods. Roll an insight check, all three of you.
2: Sneak preview, that's not gonna work.
0: Oh, 19 plus zero, 19.
4: Uh, s- f- 10. Nat, 20. Woo! Wow, very insightful.
0: Fitzroy and Argo, you realize and remember. Fitzroy and Argo, you now remember her clearly. She was always near Calhane. Every time you saw him, she was nearby. And with that nat 20, you see in her eyes a fury that goes beyond bystander, and you put together that she must have been connected to Calhoun in some way, and her eyes go wide, and then they narrow, and she pushes past you into the street, and she yells, guards, help, murderers! No, 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 no! no, And you see several helmeted heads turn and make their way towards
4: you. We're not... That we should have got the knives.